Thanks for watching Zenfem TV. I'm Corinne Elliott, creator of Zenfem, mama, nature lover, and light worker, here to help conscious creatives and soulful female entrepreneurs like you get into body, business, and soul alignment so they can bring that sweet, sweet passive prosperity into their lives. With today's message, I wanted to change it up a little. So it's coming to you via audio only because I wanted you to be able to listen to this while you're driving, taking a hike out in nature, going for a walk, laying in the grass while looking up at the sky, or doing whatever it is that you do to get inspired and get your creative juices flowing. And I wanted to do this with no videos to watch or visual distractions from me. And today I wanted to talk to you about just that, creating and shining because let's get on with it, shall we? As we're here in the beginning of the autumn season, in the US at least, we've walked down a long road of hard work, lesson learning, and seed planting, and laying the foundations. We've brought up a million and one awarenesses about ourselves, our capabilities, about how we can put them into practice, and how we can serve. So let's get on with shining, shall we? We have everything we need in this moment right now. All the tools, all the foundations, etc., to start creating exactly what it is that we prefer now. We don't need anything else to start bringing in what we desire now. We don't need anything else to start sharing what our soul has been calling for us to do now. I want to share with you two messages that I felt really resonated with me with regards to this message that I'm trying to give to you right here today. And both of these messages are here to encourage you, just in case you've been doubting yourself or asking yourself, what else do I need to move forward? The underlying message here is that you already have what you need. No more excuses. So the first message comes from Daniela Port's book, White Hot Truth, and she says something that really, really resonates with me here. So listen closely. She says, I believe that there is a universal, all pervasive truth that architects life. I believe in its magnificent genius. I believe that we all originate from that source, everything. I sense my creative power. I can recall a place where the we of humanity is the I that is God. I recollect a choice when the we that is I that is God decided to burst out into individual sparks of light, souls, a big bang of consciousness. We went into the cosmic wilderness by choice, an intentional adventure to remember our way back home and evolve along the way. It was and is the ultimate creative act because life lives to create. So, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to increase your capacity to receive and transmit light. So going back to that point that she emphasized, life lives to create. And your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to increase your capacity to receive and transmit 
light. This is the ultimate reminder that we have that light already inside us. We have everything we need now. We just need to uncover and awaken that spark and let the light shine. Now I'm gonna go right into the next message I wanted to share to really drive it home for you, just in case you're still having doubts or confusion about your message or your capabilities or anything else. Rebecca Campbell, in her book, Rise, Sister, Rise, talks about reframing your weaknesses, those things that anyone has ever told you that you're too much of, and recognizing those very things as your actual strengths, your medicine, and your gifts to the world. For example, I've always been told by certain people in my life that I'm too sensitive, or I'm too quiet. I'm too, I'm too sensitive because I need alone time. I'm too sensitive because I require more rest and recovery and sleep than these same people that have told me this. <laughs> so because I've been labeled too sensitive, even as a child, I've naturally thought it was a bad thing to need more sleep or to need more time to myself. So I'd go the opposite way and make it a point to surround myself constantly with people who were totally insensitive. I'd work at jobs that required me to wake up at 4 a.m. and be at work by 6 a.m., ignoring my personal body's natural rhythms, and I'd numb myself out so I wouldn't be so sensitive by trying to prove to myself, or who knows who, that I could be successful in a masculine, linear system that dishonored my creativity. Talk about dimming my light. Now, I don't regret having those experiences, but I also don't regret having that very first moment where I realized that all of those things were just experiences that I needed to have in order to learn I don't want anything to do with those things or that way of life for myself anymore. But so within time, like Rebecca talks about in her book, I was able to reframe my sensitivity as an actual strength. Taking it, taking it a step further, the things that I needed to give to myself to nurture and love that sensitivity in myself, like alone time, time in nature, and in meditation, became my medicine rather than my poison. Because when I saw my sensitivity as a weakness, those things like needing time alone, because, you know, they became like a poison for me. But flipping the script on that made me realize that these things are my medicine. Again, taking it another step further, by giving myself this medicine, it gives me a whole new level of appreciation and understanding for our human experience. With this, I have the ability to see things as they are, to meet people where they are, to appreciate them, to help them quiet their minds, heal, and uncover that spark of light that they have within. Another example is, if you're someone who's very outgoing and talkative, and people are constantly telling you that you're too much. In response to this, you might manifest some interesting experiences to learn from in your life because you're resisting seeing your outgoing nature as an actual strength, a strength that gives you more energy. And that energy can be directed toward making a huge positive impact in this world. So what is your unique weakness that you can reframe now as your unique strength? What is your medicine? the thing that empowers you, nurtures, and gives loving attention to your strength. And what is your unique gift to the world? What does that light look like? 
when you give yourself your medicine and own your strength, what does that do for you? And how does it empower you to share your unique gifts and shine for the world? I've included a free PDF with this episode that you can download now at zenfem.co slash free PDF and write out these journal prompts. Make sure to pick it up this week because it's only available for download this week and it'll be taken down before next week's episode. So let's get on with shining, shall we? There's a bright light in your soul. Let's get on with shining it. So I hope that gives you some clarity and encouragement and I hope it shows you how you can take something that might already be inside you or within your direct reach and start doing what you've been called to do now. And don't worry about what others have to say about it because what they have to say doesn't matter. It's their responsibility to see what their light looks like. And if you think that you need to go out there and ask what other people need from you before you start get, you know, before you get started using your gifts and shining your light, I'm going to leave you with this last quote by Howard Thurman. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So let's get on with shining, shall we? Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll catch you next time on the next episode of ZenFem TV. Lots of love. Yeah.